I'm Sheila Price Brooks and welcome to this very first recording for Sleep Paralysis News. I'm really quite excited um, because this is our opportunity to bring to the world personal experiences, people sharing their experiences of the sleep paralysis phenomena. I'm joined today by Cyrus Sci-Fly, um, who's an experiencer of sleep paralysis. He lives in Ohio in America. He's got a psychology degree and he's also a movie maker and working on a sleep paralysis film at the moment. I am going to interview him and about his experiences, but most importantly, he's my partner with me on this podcast project as well. So we felt it was good to, to hear each other's experiences at the outset, um, and I'll be interviewing him shortly. Um, so over to you then, Sci-Fi. Yes, and thank you so much for having me. Um, I reached out to Sheila years ago. We finally got connected. We've been talking about this for a very long time. Uh, Sheila's a PhD researcher of sleep paralysis, and she's a teacher as well. And like I say, she's also an experiencer, which is important because a lot of these sleep doctors talk about it, and they are so interested that they actually wish they had it, you know, and we're all over on our side like no you don't wish it you had it so you know to experience it you know opens up your eyes in a whole different spiritual light so that is what we're going to be talking about so i appreciate your time and having me wonderful wonderful thank you cyrus um so let's get the ball rolling let's talk about your experiences um and what you went through when did they start I was as the earliest memory is probably around 11 or 12 years old. And I think it was happening before that. I just wasn't really registering it and it wasn't that big. The earliest one I remember was probably, you know, 12 years old. And I remember I was sleeping on my side because usually this happens when you're sleeping on your back for the most part, for most people. I was actually sleeping on my side and I was facing the couch where your back goes. I was sleeping on my side and I just woke up and I could not move. And the door was behind me and I just felt an evil presence just rising, just the spiritual. You just know when someone stands behind you, you know, if they quietly sneak up on you, you can just feel somebody standing behind you still, even they don't make any noise. I kind of had that sixth sense or whatever. And it was just getting, and the, I kind of panicked. And like the more I panicked, it kind of got bigger and closer to me. And then I snapped out of it and just immediately looked back and there was nothing there. And I told nobody for years. This happened a couple of few times in different ways. But, you know, I told nobody until I was in college. and I learned about it. And so I was like, oh, my goodness. All right. So I'm not as crazy as I thought. So where are you at now with it? Are you still having the experiences? Nope, they stopped um, back in 2006 when I became a Christian. So that is when I found Jesus. They <laughs> stopped, and that's been a lot of other people's testimony, and that might not be the answer for everybody. There's going to be different solutions, but you know, as we get deeper into it, I think you'll see why. 
Why, that's the answer. This is probably straying a bit, but did you seek Jesus, as you say, as a solution to the episodes, or was it just happened to be a coincidence? Nope. I My biggest experience, I can't give too much details because I'm going to tell it on a grander scale one day. Um, my scariest, more, most fearful, the day before that I was reading my Bible, and I read, I forget the scripture. I got it written down somewhere, but it says, even demons submit to the name Jesus. And that's a scripture in the Bible. And I just, so the, I've had this, this terrifying experience. And that's the first thing I thought of. I could not move and I could not speak that. I couldn't speak it because I was paralyzed. And it's the only thing that I was thinking in my head at the time. And I was finally able to just, say Jesus's name, boom, it just vanished. Everything just went, and I haven't had it experienced ever since. So is that all in my head? Is it all spiritually, psychologically in my head? Like, man, I've studied other religions and everything. So, you know, it, it is, a, there is a sense of, if you think a certain word, the word cookies will make it go away. If you truly believe that, it may work for you in those instances where people are having demonic attacks. And whatever you believe in is what you're giving power to. So I do understand that aspect that, you know, that is what I put my power into Jesus in that moment. And so, like, yeah, we have a lot to discuss because I know you're into understanding spiritual experiences as well. Right. Um, tell, tell us, did you ever see anything or did anything ever touch you or did you have any of those kinds of experiences? Nope, just oh, only dark, evil presences, you know, getting closer to me. Um, I know other people have experienced like something on their chest a lot or things choking them. I've never felt anything. I've never seen anything. I have hallucinated. You, you can call it hallucination, but it was as real as boy. It wasn't a hallucination to me. So I haven't seen anything, but I've seen the hallucinations of almost like wind like a hurricane in my room and things were just moving and until so I got out of it by saying Jesus but I didn't see any dark figures a lot of people see dark figures but the other thing that's in common is you know the doorway there's always like everyone's story like someone was in the doorway or someone opened the door in my experience or someone just like that presence coming in through a door so that's a pretty familiar thing and when you did you open your eyes do you remember looking around or seeing anything during the when it was happening yeah my eyes were open the whole time just my mouth couldn't move and then you know I was hallucinating like posters on the wall were just like flapping around and it looked like a hurricane in my room and then but I didn't see any presence, like I said. So I said, I said, Jesus, and it all just calmed down. Everything like returned to its normal state. But I didn't like wake up and flicker my eyes. Like I just saw it and everything. That's why I was like as real as it can be. What a hallucination. DMT is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a choice, would you rather not? have had those experiences 
Oh, I'm so glad. It is a gift. It is a gift because then, I mean, I, this only happened to me about five times that I can remember from age 12 to 25 or whatever. You know, so it is a gift to understand that there's a spiritual side to life now because we don't know what happens when we die. So one of our biggest questions in humanity, you know, so this is my confirmation to myself personally. Like I, there's a spiritual side. I know that whatever religion is right and wrong. I don't know, but there is a spiritual side to life. It has been confirmed to me. I know I can't convince you guys. So, so, so be it. But I know. It's interesting. (laughs) We'll come to that later. But um, it's interesting because you have your psychology degree and you seem to kind of be looking at it from the spiritual side as opposed to the, a, a psychologist would probably say that there are issues with your sleep hygiene, that your neurons were misfiring, um, and the whole thing was an hallucination that your brain made up, you know? So I find that really very, very interesting that you've got the psychology degree, but you're very grounded in the fact that it was a spiritual experience, you know, that it wasn't anything that science can can explain. Yeah, and that is one thing we I feel like we got to stop doing is separating science from spirituality or God, like God created science, everybody stop, <laughs> stop saying science <laughs> over here and God's over here. Like God created science and he uses spiritual things to connect science and it makes sense some kind of way. So, you know, I don't separate the two. So I, I used to be a big agnostic, you could say, or atheist, however you want to put it. And so I was able to become religious from that. So I understand how agnostic people think. So I can't help them. I can't answer those questions because I had to convince, like, I'm not believing in things just for, I need double proof on everything. So I got my testimonies. And so I understand that, you know, God works with science. Like I was saying, you don't have to separate the two. That's awesome. I thank you very much for your, for sharing your experience with us today. It's been really a pleasure speaking to you and and hearing about what you went through. I'd just like to do a a shout out to say that if you're listening and if you have ever experienced sleep paralysis, we'd love to get you on the show and hear your experience and hear your story as well. Um, And if you'd like to do that, just have a look at the comments below or there's an email address that may have just flashed up on the screen. Just send an email to info at sheilapricebrooks.com Um, And we'll get something set up for you so that we can share your story too. Thank you once again, SciFly. And um, we'll be seeing more of you. Thank you. Thank you, Sheila, for your time. We'll do this again. All right, then. Wonderful. Bye.